whenever you find yourself uh, in God's presence is another opportunity uh, for you to begin to thank him uh, for you begin to, for you to begin to exalt his name uh, for you to begin to reverence him uh. the Bible says that, that from the rising of the sun uh, to the going down of the very same uh, his name is to be hallowed uh, from the rising of the sun uh, to the going down of the very same uh, his name is to be hallowed uh, so wherever you are uh, would you begin to get into a posture right now uh, would you begin to tune your gaze uh, would you begin to tune your affections uh, would you begin to tune your desires uh, because we have not come uh, to meet with man uh, we have not come uh, to encounter man uh, but we have come uh, to meet with the king spirit uh, so wherever you are uh, would you begin to tune your desires uh, would you begin to tune your gaze uh, would you begin to tune your affections uh, would you begin to get into a posture uh, one that is befitting of reverence uh, one that is befitting of worship uh, one that is befitting of praise uh, one that is befitting of adoration uh, come on I'm speaking to you uh, all right where you are in your living room uh, whether you are watching online uh, whether you are present in the room this afternoon uh, wherever it is uh, I want you to get into a posture uh, I want you to get into a posture uh, oh we've come to adore God uh, oh we've come to magnify Yahweh uh, we've come to exalt his name uh, from the rising of the sun uh, to the going down of the very same uh, his name his name uh, his name his name uh, his name is to be hallowed uh, somebody will you begin to hallow his name uh, would you begin to hallow his name uh, oh raketele baba 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 oh shikatala bande ketela oh would you begin to hallow his name? Would you begin to hallow his name? Oh, he's a deity of all deities. Oh, he's a deity of all deities. He is the highest deity. He is the Elohim of the Elohims. Oh, would you begin to adore his name? Oh, we worship you. Oh, the King Spirit. Oh, the highest Elohim. Oh, the Elohim of all Elohims. Oh, we worship your name. We bless your name. We magnify your name. You that are the mention of your name. Oh, Nibaus. Lord, and my God. You are the one that created but you were not created you created the heavens you created the earth by your outstretched arms we worship your name oh god oh come on come on come on come on oh shakatala baba baba bande ketela rakia da mande keteha oh kina da 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 boskita la bande ketela oh rabatani robio koshina na 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 mande oh we exalt you oh we join the angels we join the 24 elders oh we say you are holy oh you are holy you are holy you are holy you are righteous you are holy you are holy, you are righteous, we bless your name, we bless your name, oh God. Oh, come on, saints, 
Oh, I'm not going to prime us this afternoon. I'm not going to prime us this afternoon. You cannot come before the King of Kings and lack words to say. You cannot come before your Maker and lack words to say. Oh, would you begin to exalt Him? Oh, can somebody begin to exalt Him? Oh, would you begin to extol His name? Oh, can somebody begin to extol Yahweh? Oh, Shapa Katalabandekete. Heaven and earth adore the God. Angels bow before you. What a mighty God you are. You have no counselor. You have no advisor. You are God alone or by yourself. There is no space, uh, there is no place uh, for argument. Uh, you are the one we've come to meet with. Uh, you are the one we've come to seek. Uh, you are the one we've come to reverence. Uh, we lift your name on higher. We lift your name on higher. We lift your name on higher. Above every other name. Above every other God. Uh, Above every other name, above situations, above mind conditions, above sicknesses, diseases, we lift your name on high in our midst, O God. Shatala baba 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 ndekete, la bakia na 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 mandekete la, raba baba baba shikata ileha, oh rakia da mante la baba baba baba. Oh, shakatala pandi di 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 oh bandeya. We lift your name. Oh, shabarakatande keteya. Come on, I really want us to get into a posture this afternoon. I don't know why you've come. Have you come just to fulfill all righteousness? I don't know why you tuned in. Are you just tuned in to just um, you know go with the trend? Uh -huh. But I have a good news for you today. Uh -huh. Oh, that there's something God is orchestrating. Uh -huh. There's something God is working out. Uh -huh. So if you think you just stylishly walked into a service today, uh -huh. I'm here to announce to you uh, that there's a divine coup happening right now. Uh -huh. And you have just been hijacked. Uh -huh. So it's important uh, for us to come correctly before Yahweh's presence. Uh -huh. Job 32, 8. Uh -huh. But there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the Almighty, it gives them understanding. But there is a spirit in man and that's the inspiration of the Almighty and he gives that spirit understanding. Ah, that's the spirit we've come to meet with. Oh, that's the spirit we've come to meet with. That's the spirit we've come to encounter. Oh, that's the spirit we've come to pull from its economy. Oh, that's the spirit we've come to depend on. Oh, that's the spirit we've come to do business with. That's the spirit we've come to encounter. So wherever you are, will you begin to tune your spirit, man? Oh, shakata, leba, inama, mama, man, take it, yeah. 
Oh, Rakia da 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 Bosketela. Oh, Rabio Kotole Brakatandeha. Tune your spirit, man. Tune your spirit, man. Tune your spirit, man. Receive the breath of the Almighty. Receive the inspiration of the Almighty. Receive the breath of the Almighty. That's why we've come. That's why we've come. We've come that the fashion of our countenances be altered. That is why we've come. Oh, tune your spirit, man. Oh, tune your spirit, man. Oh, would you begin to tune your spirit, man? I'm not going to prime us. Oh, what is your quest? What is your quest? What is your motive? Why have you come? Oh, do you just want to come and go back the same way? No man encounters Elohim and goes back the same. What is your quest? Rakotele baba baba baba. Elekia da mantege de boschetela. Oh, Rabatani le breketela. Oh, what is your quest, brethren? Why have you come? Oh, do you want to come and not encounter this Elohim? Oh, do you want to come and go back the same way? God forbid. What is your quest? Oh, His Spirit is here. Oh, to breathe on you, to give you inspiration, to give you understanding. What is your quest? Oh, Shakatala Baba 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 Oh, I want us to press in. I want us to press in. Oh, there are new realities of God. Oh, we have not even experienced. There are new revelations in Him. We have not seen. It takes God to reveal Himself to a man. For that man to know that God, to know his government, to know his spirit. So what is your quest? Are you not tired of the status quo? Are you not tired of the status quo? Or would you begin to press in? Or would you begin to press in? Or would you begin to press in? Or from wherever you are, or begin to press in? Press into his economy. Oh, press into his economy. There is a new reality in him. Oh, there is a new reality in him. There is a new economic reality in him. Oh, there is a new sponsorship in him. Would you press into it? Press into it. Oh, shakatala bababande. Helekiada mantole prakatande. Oh, cominante je pregedede hayaha. Oh, sika na 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 mande de 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 bo shikatayleha. Oh, rabia katande keteilaha. Oh, pressing to him, brethren. Oh, brothers pressing to him. Oh, sisters pressing to him. There is more. Oh, that's why we've come. We've come. We don't want to go back the same. We don't want to remain the same. We don't want to go back the same. That's why we've come. Oh, Rabatani in the 
Regedea. Oh, Cominante, Cominante. Oh, Lefraga, Boschitalabande. Oh, we've come to press into you. Oh, we've come to press into you. We've come to press. We've come to press, oh God. We will not let you go. We will not let you go. We will not let you go, oh God. We will not let you go. Oh, we take hold of you. We will not let you go. We will not let you go, Yahweh. Oh, in the midst of the noise, in the midst of the chaos, we will not let you go. Oh, we will not let you go. Oh, Shakatalaba. Oh, we will not be like Jacob. Oh, alas, the Lord was in this place. And we knew it not. Alas, there were angelic activities. There were transactions happening in this place. And we knew it not. God forbid. Lord, we take hold of you. Oh, this boy, this mortal. Oh, he takes hold of you, oh God. Oh, we take hold of you. That's why we've come. That that very thing. Oh, we were apprehended for her. Let it apprehend us. That is why we've come. That very thing. We were apprehended for her. Lord, causes to begin to apprehend us. Causes to begin to take a hold of us. That is why we've come, oh God. Oh, that will be conformed to you. We'll be conformed to you, Yahweh. Until we look like Christ. Until we look like you. Until we come to full confirmation with you. Until we come to full confirmation with your spirit. That is why we've come, oh God. Apprehend me. Oh, Shakatalaba. Elekia manto le prakatande estos le krende ketela rokiririande ketela ba jepregedegedegede boskitala ba oh rabakatande ketela oh kominante in the pregede baruch ad abishem roya Lord apprehend this boy oh God apprehend us apprehend us oh God. For that very thing we were apprehended for her. Oh God. Oh, we take hold of you today. Oh, we take hold of you today. Oh, we are not taking hold of man. Like the woman with the issue of blood. The Bible says in the press. She said, if only I could touch. If only I could touch. The helm, the helm, the helm of his garment. If only I could touch a string, a thread from his garment. Can you press today? Can you press through the crowd? Can you press through the soldier? Can you press beyond the state of your mind? Can you press beyond your situation? Can you press through, oh God? Lakiada. Oh, we press through the crowd. 
Oh, we press through the crowd today. Oh, we press through. Even our conviction, we press through. Our minds, we press through today, oh God. And we touch you, oh God. Oh, we touch you, Yahweh. Oh, we touch you today. Lakia, Manteya. Le Pande Ketelaba. Zephrena Kataileya. Oh, we press through today. We touch you. We press through today. Through the crowd, we press through. Oh, through that situation, we press through. Oh, through that noise, we press through. Oh, through that sickness or illness, we press through, oh God. Oh, we touch you today. Lakia da mande ketela. She prege da 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 bosi katala bande. Oh, rabakatande ketela. Oh, we press through today. We press through today. Oh, we press through. We press through. Come on, somebody, for another few seconds. Say, Lord, I press through. I press through. Forget about what's happened or not happened. Forget about that situation. Forget about what the doctor's report says. Forget about what your financial situation is saying. Forget about what man is saying. But whose report would you believe on? Lord, we press through today, oh God. We press through today. Oh, we press through the crowd today. We press through the crowd today. Oh, we press through. We press through, oh God. We will not listen to distractions. We will not listen to noises, oh God. Because we know, as it may be, there are many voices on the face of the earth. But none is without significance. So Lord, we press through to hear your voice today. Oh, we press through every barrier today. Oh, we press through every barrier today. Oh, we press through. We search through it, oh God. Every stronghold, everything that has become like a fence against over our minds. Lord, we press through today, oh God. Oh, shamanana kataile. Le paya gadamanto le grendo kotoro kiririande. Oh, zika na 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 mandi di 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 friendo entonaile. Oh, we press through, oh God. Oh, through the fence, the barriers. We press through today to reach you, to touch you, oh God. Oh, we press through. We press through, oh God. Alaba ikanamande ketela. Oh, shabababababande kete. Rakiadamande ketela. We press through, oh God. We press through, Abba. Yahweh, we press through. Raboni, we press through to you today. Lord, we pull on you today. 
We want to enter into new realities, uh, new economies uh, in you. That is why we've come. That's why we've come. No man encounters uh, the true Elohim uh, and goes back the same. No man encounters uh, the King Spirit uh, and goes back the same. We press through, oh God. Oh, our hearts are ready. He's receptive, oh God, of what you're going to do today. Oh, this atmosphere is conducive. Oh, for your presence, for your spirit to brood. Oh, this atmosphere is right. For your spirit to begin to move, oh God. This ground, we say is holy ground. Oh, we declare and decree that this ground is holy ground, oh God. Oh, let your spirit move. Lord, let your spirit move. Oh, would you come like wind? Would you come like fire? Would you come like rain? Lord, however you want. Oh, begin to walk through this room. Begin to walk through our hearts. Begin to walk through life, oh God. Lord, however you want. Oh, would you surrender yourself? Say, Lord, however you want. Oh, wherever you are watching us from, even in the comfort of your homes, whether you're in your office, say, Lord, come however you want. Oh, Lord, come however you want. We break the stay of human strength. We break the stay of human understanding. Oh, wisdom. We break the stay of human strength. Lord, come however you want. Lord, in our midst today, oh, come however you want. Oh, Spirit of the living God, whether you want to come like fire, whether you want to come and express yourself like rain, whether you want to come and express yourself like wind, oh, whether it be a wild wind, come however you want. Oh, we wait on you. Oh, we wait on you. We wait on you. Oh, we will not get ahead of ourselves. We've not come with an agenda today. We've not come with a script today, oh God. So, Lord, however you want to, oh, come through this room, come through that home come through that life oh come through that family however you want to oh God oh let's begin to charge oh Oh, Rakia da Bande Ketela Gagagagaga. Zefrega da Bosch Ketela Bagikata la Bande Ketela. Oh, Cominante, Cominante. Rakia da 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 Mante Ketela Gada. Oh, Zefrega da 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 Boschita la Bandea. Oh, Robioko Ziprega da da da. Oh, would you come, oh God? Oh, come. Come, come, Lord. Come, Lord. Come, Lord. Oh, we've come to meet with you. 
to encounter you. Oh, that our lives be changed. That our realities be changed. Oh, that's why we've come. That's why we've come. Oh, Lord, we are not going to be cute and fancy. Oh, we are not going to come thinking we have it working together, oh God. Lord, come, come, come. Spirit, come. Oh, come, 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 Spirit of the living God. However you want to. However you want to. Oh, come on, come on, let's keep pressing in. Let's keep pressing in. Push past the distractions. We push. We push past our emotions. Zevre bakosta fale bande vezeketele bandosh. We push past God. We push past God. That we may touch you, God. That we may touch you, God. Zevre bakosta fale bande brekosti fala bande. That we may touch you, God. Zevre bandos kapale vezetede boshta fande. We push past God. We push past. Zevala bande vokoshte fele bende vrekosta fire. Zevele bande vrekosta bande de boshi fala bande diakosh. We want to touch you, God. We want to touch you. We want to touch you. I want to touch your grace today, God. I want to touch your grace. I want to touch your grace, God. I want to touch your grace. I want to lay hold of you, God. I want to lay hold of you. So I push past. I push past. I push past. Come Come and do a bit more sifting. You know, sometimes in order to touch God, you need to do a bit of sifting. You need to do a bit of pushing through. Like Minister John was speaking about. Can you push past the distractions? Can you push past your emotions? Can you push past those thoughts in order to touch God? We want to touch you today, God. We want to lay hold of you today, God. We want to touch you, God. We want to touch you, God. We want to touch you, God. You know the beautiful thing I love about God and His presence? And the thing that I find so astonishing every single time is how so many people can be in one room. 
is how so many people can be at different places and points. Some may be in a really low state, some may be really, you know, charged up and stuff, and some people may be going through some things, you know, like they, you know, they're just heavy, some people are, are confused, some people are weary, some people are tired, but in the same room, in the same, with the same presence, the same God is able to reach each and every single person regardless of where they're at. I find that so astonishing. It is the wonder of the presence of God. That regardless of where you're at, God is able to meet with you and touch you. We're all gathered in this room right now and we're all at different places. Different thoughts, different emotions. But God is able to meet with each and every single one of us. And I believe that's going to happen in the service today. That regardless of where you're at, God is going to touch you. God is going to touch you. He's going to meet with you right where you are. He's going to meet with you right where you are. Even for those who are listening on the from, from the broadcast, God is going to meet with you you right where you are as long as your heart is open as long as you can say Lord here I am he will meet with you he will meet you and he will touch you he will meet you and he will touch you my God You know, another thing that I love about God is how I can come to Him and be honest and be real. I can come to Him when I'm weary and say, God, you see, right now I'm tired. I'm weak in spirit. I'm weak in soul. I need you to help me. You know, most times what God needs is just that humility and that surrender. I love that I can come to God and just say to him and say, God, I'm going to need you to help me today because my soul is weak. And I discern and I sense that there are a couple of people both in this room and listening to me online that you just need to come to God in his presence and be honest and say, God, here I am. I am weak. I need you, I need you, I need you to help me. I need you to help me, I need you, I need you to help me, I need you to meet with me right where I am. I need you to meet with me, God. I need you to meet with me. I need you. I need you, God. I need you, God. I need you. I need you. 
mazeke perebouza valamando oshka palevazende mandevrekouza palevande brekoshta palavande i need you i need you god i need you i need you i need you god i need you i need you mazeke padonda shapandeha i'm confused god i need you i'm tired god i need you i'm weak god i need you i'm weary god i need you i've lost the zeal god i need you i've lost the passion god i need you mazevere bando shapari akoshavai i need you god i need you i need you god i need you i need you god rebazo kapale vende brekosa i need you god i need you 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 Mareconde brecosta palevande mazivere bandosta palevazo kapandosha I need you God I need you I need you mazeke pende brecosi palabande I need you God I need you mande brecosta panderiako Is there anybody that needs God this afternoon mazeka pandosha ala bazevende brecoshe feni andosa Is there anybody that needs God remazo kapande voze Zika pandoza pande brekosha rikandoze pende brekosi pande briakosha come and reach out and just say god i need you mazeke pale vonda pasonda say god i need you mandosha akapande brekose pende brekezi tayandosha i need you god i need you god Remakosta palevande brekosha fande I need you God I need you God Rekaso pande vekosti palavando shai I need you God I need you God You see I I came into service today uh with one agenda I'm going to be completely honest and vulnerable I came into service with one agenda today which is to draw strength from the Lord which is to receive an empowerment a strengthening in my soul and in my spirit because I have felt weak I feel tired not 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 physically but in my spirit in my soul I can tell that there is a there is a a a a, a I don't know how to explain it. It's an in-depth tired and weariness, that's the word. In the depth of my soul and in the depth of my spirit and I've been trying in my own strength even when the place of prayer I try and I try but I can tell that I am weak. And I said, God, today I want one thing. I just I need you to strengthen me. I said I need you to strengthen me, God. For the journey ahead is long and far. But I feel a weariness in my soul. And my strength is failing. My strength is failing. I said I need one thing today, God. I just want to touch your grace. I want to touch your grace, God. I just want to touch your grace God I just want to touch your grace God 
Zebeliva kupande brekosta fire. Zebelebrendo kopalivande kosta pandivai. For there is much that I know that is required of me, but God, I am weary in my soul. Rekimande bekoste fandi katusha. Rekapalevonde kesi kapalevoste pende vrikashafai. Rende bazovande brekoste palevazuka pande. I'm just, I just, I just need your grace. I just need your grace. Zevrekonde bakusta fale mandoshta fande riakosha. And I sense that there are a few people like me. I sense that there are a few people like me, weary in your heart, weary in spirit. And I pray that today that you will receive the strength and the grace of the Lord. I pray that you will receive strength in your inner man. Strength to continue to press toward the mark. Strength to continue to press on. Receive the strength of the Lord. Receive the grace of the Lord receive the grace and the strength of the almighty God Father I pray for a refreshing in our souls today God I pray for a refreshing God refresh our souls refresh our souls God Refresh our souls, God. Refresh our souls, God. Refresh our souls, God. For indeed you are our strength and our shield. You are our strength and our shield, God. You are our rock. Our very present help in times of need. Zependo We've come to draw from you today, God. Strengthen us. Strengthen us. Come and say, God, strengthen me. Make it personal and say, strengthen me in my inner man. I receive the strength of the Lord. I receive the strength of the Lord. I receive the strength of the Lord. Come and tell him, say, God, I receive the strength. Do not leave this place with the same weariness that you came in with. There is grace. There is grace available. There is strength available. Come and receive it. There is grace and there is strength. Receive grace and strength in your inner man to continue to run, to continue 
continue to press on. Mazeke prendo shkapande riakosha pande. Mazika pando shkapande brekosataya. To continue to push on on this journey of faith, regardless of the trials and the challenges and the adversities that you may be going through in your life. Receive the grace and the strength of the Lord. Mazeke pando shkapalevose. Mande vrakosta pande vosa pande riako. Strengthen our faith today, God. Strengthen our faith, God. Strengthen our faith, God. Thank you, Spirit of the Living God. We bless you. Two minutes, two minutes, two minutes. Can you pray with me in the Holy Ghost for two minutes? Just two minutes. Just give me two minutes. Give me two minutes. La porafa senenta kwala vatabali etelase. Zeko bababa. Zeko bababa. Zelova. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Hey, thank you, Holy Ghost. Aiko masalane kapu. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you. Masse Krebomba Brati Kadabali Etela Zebredoshtaba Alekobatele Saba Eko Matiesa. We love you. We love you. Now let's thank him for a few moments. Come on, open your mouth and thank him. Thank you. Thank you. Come on, open your mouth. Say thank you. Say thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. La cosa vatica babatua. Zebre conambre kiskitieta. Silieta, silieta. Santo roboraile corobo sante dei. Zikabo Jabaratiaka Zebre Korabas Ketelelo Kopana Sadi We bless you in the name of Jesus. Eternal Lord, we come to you today. We're grateful for your presence. We're grateful for your glory. We're grateful for your love. Now we ask that you would reveal all of you that you have ordained for today. Break through the curtain. Come through the membrane. Let there be a tangible weight of deposit on each of us do us good heal bodies 
change perspectives and and mindsets and paradigms lord open doors that have been shut and closed let let there be hope father god naruke for trees that have been cut down whisper something sweet in every ear everybody stand and lift your hands if you're sitting stand and lift your hands stand and lift your hands both hands stand and lift both hands stand and lift both hands lift both hands father whisper whisper to ears that have not heard you in a while to ears that have not heard you in a while in a while in a while in a while i hear the whisperings i hear the whisperings i hear chatter in the heavens there's chatter he sent his word and healed from diseases and saved from destructions the word of the lord the bible says causes the calf to hind it shakes the wilderness it makes fruitful fields father whisper and i'm not talking about through my lips alone lord the whisperings that start on the inside let the god in someone rise again let the god facility in someone come to bear again we give you glory and we give you praise in the precious name of your holy child yeshua somebody somewhere clap those hands and shout unto god with a voice of triumph amen all right grab a seat somebody grab a seat isn't god good you take my keys down uh and just hit me with um sound of revival all right everybody welcome to the february general assembly who is excited to be with god and his people amen it's my first time in nottingham this year you're welcome well they don't sound like it good to see some of you are looking real real yeah yeah that's all right that's all right amen some of you guys are looking real suited and booted amen uh, uh esther if you bought that i want one i'm only joking but that looks very nice you found okay i thought i thought i thought your wife was uh y'all are looking very handsome and and beautiful and dapper and suave and and je ne sais quoi and with a lot of je de vive amen with a dash of ooh la la <laughs> wow right good to see everybody amen um I, I i wanted to be with you guys a couple of weeks so far but i'm glad i'm here um for those of you who've been around me for a while you know that january is usually a write-off for me in terms of my public um my public persona uh my year my gregorian year are you okay jeremy sorry i saw what happened sorry that's the that's the price of being a big brother so you see you see what kadesh had to put up with for years right sorry right okay um yeah the kids are doing something in the back and somebody poked him in the eye with a flagpole yeah um whew. i'm excited um and i mean it i i really am excited um 
And I don't know I could have said this a week ago, but the last few days, as I've been spending time with the Lord, uh, there is a, a wind that has been brooding. We were supposed to travel, uh, Paj and I and the boys last night, we we're gonna pass through Sheffield. Uh, and I told her, I said, we can't go because there's an unease in my spirit, there's a restlessness in my spirit. Um, I, I found peace for that restlessness sometime about 2 a.m. in the morning last night. Uh, and I found it via some communications with God. If this is blocking you, feel free to just, you know, just, Pastor T looks a bit lonely where she is. You guys can step forward if you don't mind. Because I'm struggling to see everybody behind this light. So as many of you as can come in front of it, that'd be good. If not, that's okay. Um, and I, I'm sharing this part with you because I was talking to a daughter of mine yesterday uh, about some stuff she was uh, needing some guidance on. And I realized that this thing here called a pulpit sometimes can be the greatest impediment to true discipleship. Because those of us who use this thing here, we usually come with our game face. Someone say game face. So we, we have an idea of what a sermon should be like, right? So we come, and, and there's, there's, there's a place for, you know, the word and yee haga, hada, you know, but it is also a time to have just frank conversations. And I found out those conversations work well behind the wheel while we're driving, when we're on the phone chilling, they work especially well at a, at a dinner table or lunch or brunch, you know, even if you're eating Captain Crunch. Um, and I have come to the conclusion that my generation of preachers is making the exact same mistake that we accused our fathers of making for years. Um, no, no, no. You want, you want to, I'll, I'll start preaching, so just put, you know, put that off. Otherwise, I'll, I'll turn that off as I'll start preaching. And it is this. We assume that everybody is coming at God from our level. Mm. Wow. Um, every teacher, every rabbi, every instructor, every mentor owes it to those that they lead not to make assumptions as to where the person on the other side of the instruction is coming from. There are things that you just are so germane to you that you have to remember we're not always germane to you. For instance, one of my younger brothers and I spoke yesterday on the phone and I don't know what planet he's living on, but um, he seemed to just find out recently that I drive an electric car. Now, when I bought the car, I put it on our family group, in case you're watching, but apparently he missed the memo. And so he asked me yesterday, what does the car feel like? How does it feel like? And something strange happened. If you asked me that same question a year ago, I would have waxed lyrical for minutes, right? I, I was I was I was like a walking free. I mean, Elon Musk owes me some money. Um, people were stopping me at charging points, and I was spending 50 minutes of my life advertising a car that I would not get a penny from when they bought it. 
But over the last roughly 16 months, I've had that car. Something strange has happened. It's so normal to me now that I didn't know where to start from explaining to my brother. I've forgotten what it is to drive a non-electric car. And so now to talk about it to somebody who doesn't understand it is like, okay, it's just a car, isn't it? It, it, it doesn't feel like an electric car anymore. It just feels like a car. And sometimes as a leader, as a mentor, as an instructor, as a discipler, we can make the same mistake in that when we talk about God and scripture and this walk of life with him, there's things that we leave out because to us, they're just common sense. But they were not always common sense. And that's why a journal is a good thing. A journal will remind you next time you want to look down on someone, just how recently you were at the same level. Secondly, second mistake that our fathers made that we are making, and I say we, my generation of preachers is making, is we forget that because you have preached every single sermon you have ever preached, nobody listening to you has listened to every single sermon you have ever preached. Not even my wife has listened to every single sermon I've ever preached. And when you say something more than once, there's a diminishing returns in the ear of the person saying it. Have you ever told the same story several times? Yeah. After a while, you get tired. You, you're like, ah. So you, you just, you, you get, there's this fatigue in the person saying it, right? But the person listening to you today, if they're hearing it for the first time, it's like, wow. You mean a car almost hit you, then you spun around and landed on a rabbit? <laughs> and so, I have learned that good leaders are usually normal people. Exceptional people make very bad leaders, I've learned, by nature. Because they don't realize what it takes to lead a normal person. So if you're a mathematics genius, you're probably not the best mathematics teacher. You're like, why don't you get it? It's just, it's simple. It's x squared plus y squared equals 10. X must be 5. Olodo, that's a Nigerian word. It means dunce. <laughs> right? But a normal person will be like, okay, we, you know, you get the point. So I'm asking God for grace in this season to be normal. So pray for me. I'm asking God for grace in this season to be normal. Um, I've been asking for it for a week now. And a few conversations with some people in the room actually put that need for that prayer. We had the conversation about four days ago, three days ago. It made that prayer even more urgent to me. So let me start by saying this, if you have not heard me say this before. There are seasons in your life that are an invitation to pursue a conversation with God. People like me, to us, it is second nature. If you have not been taught that, I want to bring you into that economy today. That there are seasons of your life that are specifically engineered to drive you to seek a conversation with God. And the answer to what you are going through or experiencing or not experiencing in that season 
is not the content of what God says, but simply the fact that he speaks. Are you with me? And so I'm going to have a, I'm going to assume we're all around a coffee table. I'm going to talk so on like a normal GA. I'm going to, for those of you online, welcome, but I'm going to focus on those of you in the room. Uh, and then I have a surprise for you. What's it? Oh, I thought you said. <laughs> Somebody said another consecration. Yes, we're fasting for the next 21 days straight. Natalia is running away. <laughs> Natalia, come back, come back, call, call, come. I know, I know, I know, I know. Call, call, call the Royals teachers for a quick second. I want them to hear this, this surprise, and then you guys can go. Uh, by the way, our, our, our children are going off to their room for the Royals. Can we put our hands together for the Royals? Um, in this season, I'm looking forward to us offering Royals to the wider city. I want to see non-Christians take advantage of three hours free childcare on a Sunday. Yeah. Come and drop their kids with us and we'll send them back to them on fire for Jesus. So this is the announcement. Or oh, this is the surprise. We're going to finish GA early today. Oh. <laughs> Listen, at least an hour early. Now, Jamila is the only person who deserves what I'm about to say next. The rest of you, rest of you who are celebrating, you need Jesus. But, but we're going to finish at least, at least, maybe more an hour early today. Because once we're done, we're all going to go eat together. Amen. Glory. Amen. And... And if, and if, if, yes, well, I was going to say, and if honestly, if honestly finances are a problem, yes, it will be covered, but don't lie to Jesus. If you can afford to pay for your own food, pay for your own food. But for anybody for whom that's going to be a challenge, just whisper in my ear. You don't need to talk to us. Come and talk to me personally, whisper in my ear, and that will be sorted. Amen. Amen. So we're going to have fun. So we're going to finish this conversation over some wings and fish and amen. See, prayers are working, right? Amen. <laughs> Gerald, no food for you. <laughs> yeah, Gerald, for you, it's a consecration journey. <laughs> um, I get some water, somebody, that'd be great. And so... I want to talk to you for the next 30, 40 minutes maximum. Then we'll pray and then we'll go. By the way, thank you everybody again who gave to uh, Pastor Isaac's um, uh, medical expenses. He's home now. Uh, we are very grateful. We will be sending out an official uh, message, an email and WhatsApp message uh, tomorrow or Tuesday with a video from him, his, he wants to let you see his face and let you know how much he appreciates you. So thank you to everybody who answered that call. When you call, men will answer in Jesus' name. Uh, it's, it, I, I love the feeling of having to say, please, can you stop giving? That was nice. And I believe that more of that will happen in this season in Jesus' name. Also, thank you to everybody who's been praying. Uh, we have secured the keys to the London Embassy. Can we give God a round of praise for that? Um, and so we've, we've already begun to move in. 
Uh, I was there at least three of the five days this week. Work is already going on from there. On Wednesday, we broadcasted the quorum from there. Uh, and we look forward to using it to transform the city for the Lord in Jesus' name. So like I said in advance, um, I want you to be ready because we are going to come back to you to ask you to give again as God leads and directs you. Also, I did mention that we'd be taking a fresh fruit offering today. That will be postponed uh, by what I perceive to be an instruction from the Lord. So you can give it, don't get me wrong, but I'm, we're not going to officially take it today. Uh, we want to hear what the Lord is saying. In this season, we're going to be very particular as we move with God. And that also means sometimes turning down an opportunity to receive. You know, in this season of your life, I want to give you an instruction. Don't be too quick to want to take things from people. Does that make sense? Mm. Mm. I don't know who that's for. Um, as you move into an abundance reality and mindset, one of the things that must change is your natural... Some, some of us have, and I know because this used to be me and Pastor Liz, there was a natural... Whenever I interacted with people, there was this subconscious, natural perspective of what could I get. And the more I felt the person had to give, the more I felt what could I get. So I'll give you an example. Ten years ago, if I was going for lunch with somebody who I knew was very wealthy, yeah. I subconsciously would just assume, of course they will pay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. As you begin to walk with the Holy Spirit and you begin to break the barrier of lack in your life, it's one of the first things he will switch. In that the poverty mentality says, I give only to people or I help only people who need my help, and people better off than me should help me. An abundance reality shifts that. When you start to walk in true kingdom wealth mentality, the more, the higher a person's quote unquote status, the more you think of what you can do for them. Does that make sense? I know that that's, that's, that's like Jesus' teachings. It don't make sense. The Bible says, as he that scatters and yet increases, and there is he that withholds more than his meat, means people who are so afraid of being broke that they struggle to spend what they should spend on. They have a hoarder's mentality. And the Bible says it tends to poverty or lack. Money is called currency for a reason. It's supposed to flow. Someone say flow. flow. And if you are a conductor, it flows. If you're a resistor, you strap it and it becomes hot. And eventually a fuse will blow. So if you don't let it flow, a fuse will blow. And there are times where God will ask you to turn stuff down. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Does that make sense? Ask you to turn stuff down. The times that people want to be a blessing to you and you won't be led to allow them be a blessing to you. Does that make sense? It should be a privilege. You should see it. You should walk around with your life as if it is a privilege for somebody to be a blessing to you. And it's not a privilege everybody deserves all the time. 
See, this, this, is, this is family talk now. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, does that make sense? You should walk around, not with arrogance. Not, it's not pride. The same way you don't kiss everybody you see on the street. Does that make sense? Your, your, your physical, sexual body is a privilege that should only be given to a particular person under particular circumstances. Does that make sense? Now, that's an extreme, but the same principle applies in that not everybody, right, should have the privilege of being a blessing to you all the time. Hello. And you will find out when you start to walk with this reality, people start to fight to bless you. People feel it. Oh, uh, this is not my word. I want to talk to you about seeking God for a word in times of. But, 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 but who is this for? If you see, if you have the energy of I need, I need, I need, I need, I need, it, it's a spiritual frequency. You may not say it, but people can pick it up in the spirit, right? If you are a needy person, then then you've taken away people's joy when they bless you. They're blessing you because you need. Wow. So they're under pressure. Wow. Does that make sense? Wow. Have you noticed the same people who would tell a beggar, mm. I don't have five pounds for you because you use it for drugs. We'll, we'll give somebody else crazy amounts of money. Because... Let me, okay, let me help you out. See, every human being is inherently selfish. It takes, the, it takes a spirit to break the back of selfish humanity. So the only people who this doesn't apply to are people who are so conditioned by the Holy Spirit that they walk in alignment with him. How many of you can lift your hands and say, that's you? Be honest. How many of you are so, so aligned with God that you've, you've brought your flesh under control? Okay, so if that doesn't apply to you, then don't expect it to apply to everybody else. The vast majority of people give for selfish reasons. They help people for selfish reasons. Either for what they can get back, listen, or for the joy they feel. When a parent says, I really want to throw a party for my child. It's not for the child, it's for you. Majority of the time, especially if the child is a year old, the child is not going to remember, you know, does that make sense? It's, 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 it's for you. Does that make sense? Am, 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 am I being real? Yeah. It's for you. You know, I was talking to somebody recently, a member of my family recently, and, and we're talking about something to do with the surprise, you know? And, and I was like, is the surprise for the person you want to surprise? I'm not, stop, stop looking at part. Not, <laughs> is surprise for the person you want to surprise? Listen, listen, listen. Or is there an element of joy that you are going to gain from it? Why do you want to spend 5,000 pounds on that ring and have an elaborate, elaborate, what's the word now, proposal? If you're being honest, young man, it's not entirely for the woman. No, I'm just being honest. Ladies, I'm just being, half the time, it's not, it's not all for you. 
guys am i right there's there's something there's a sense of value you feel like i did that does that make sense and and and, and for, for, for ladies who are struggling to get money out of your significant others learn that principle there's, there's a way to make it a privilege for him to drop there's a way you can posture yourself where he's like eh -eh. you know I, I i i those nails that's me you get the point? Yes, sir. And you remove that selfish joy if you are a beggar in your, in your parents. Mm -hmm. Nobody gets, only good people get joy from giving to people who are constantly disturbing them. It takes alignment to see beyond that frustration and see joy. It's like a new, uh, just take and go. In essence, you've attached blessing you with a negative feeling for the person. Nobody's going to consistently do something that makes them feel bad. But if you trust what the Bible says, to be careful for nothing, but in all things, listen, first with thanksgiving, first, before the supplication, meaning you don't pray about a matter you have not first thanked God about. If you have not broken through in gratitude, don't ask. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. If you want to ask for something, pause and find something in that spectrum to be thankful for. Wow. Lord, I'm 45 and I'm looking for a husband. You stop and say, Lord, thank you that I am alive, yes. well, in my yes. sane mind and eligible to be married at 45. Yes. Then you pray that one first till you feel it. Then you say, Lord, you know what? Lord, you, you don't want to waste this hotness Come on. in singlehood. Come you, might as well, you might as well throw me a bay or boo. Does that make sense? Yes, but, but, but if you, uh, if you first, Lord, uh, all my mates. Uh, uh, wow. Does, does that wow. make sense? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And people are attracted subconsciously. It's a spiritual principle to a person who is aware that it is a privilege to be a blessing to them. Same thing, you go to, for those of us who weren't born saved, you go to a club, a party, or whatever. Okay, I, I, I was born a man, in case you didn't realize, so I can only speak, I, I don't have any other point of view but that of a man. So ladies, I don't know about you, but you you don't go looking for the girl throwing herself at everybody here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Unless you're desperate. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Lord, right. where is this coming? Right. See, I I I, I want to yes, talk about something else. Back, so, but yeah, right. continue, continue. are you sure, Chris? Yes, sir. Continue. Wow. I'm about to give them the game. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Hear me. Hear me. Hear me. When I was unsaved, mm -hmm. and I was, yes, and if you know me, everything I do, I do with, my wife would tell you, everything I do, it's either full-blooded or not. Yes, I, you know, I can't even do hobbies without being full-blooded. Mm. If I'm walking, I'm walking. If I'm losing weight, I'm losing weight. If I'm going to the gym, I'm going to the gym. If I'm playing a computer game with my boys, I, we don't do anything half-heartedly, right? Yes, okay. So, hear me by the Spirit. When I was in the world passionately, 
Good to see you, darling. When, when guys went to a club or party or whatever, we had, we had an understanding. There was a cutoff point after which you got desperate. So if you hadn't accomplished your mission by, let's say the party ended at 4 a.m. in the morning, by 2 a.m., then everybody's in desperation mode, right? At that point, almost anything would go. Emphasis on almost. But from, if you got there at 10 p.m., from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., you weren't looking for the people who were throwing themselves at everybody else. The only people who were looking for those ones were the ones who came desperate. In essence, they knew they were not going to get the pick of the litter. So they might as well not wait till 2 a.m. But if you were a decent person, if you, you, know, you, you were a 6 out of 10, I hear you people rate everybody on, on the internet these days, right? It's not the girl who looked like she ran out of cloth in sewing her dress that you were looking for. The quote-unquote high-value guys were looking for the most hard-to-get ones. Mm. Was the one in the corner sipping her drink on her own, yes, sir. you know, looking bored to be around. Mm. Does that make sense? It's the same thing in life. Mm. Don't go to a job interview desperate. Yes, sir. Ha, just hire no. Wow. Is that, it, it's an aura. Mm -hmm. People are attracted. It's it's the way God programmed us. Human beings are attracted to stuff that is not desperate. Mm -hmm. And I release that grace over you in Jesus' name. Amen. So the question then becomes: How do you get there when your circumstances are desperate? Wow. That ties in nicely to what we're about to speak about. Your outward circumstances will change when you have done the work in the spirit to be what you want. Mm. So it takes a degree of priesthood for me not to be desperate mm -hmm. when my circumstances are desperate. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That work that it takes for me to be someone that doesn't look like my environment is the same work that causes me to attract that thing. Yes, sir. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. And so when, like I said, when you're in circumstances or seasons of your life that are, are drab and dreary, it's an invitation to a conversation with the Lord. Now open your Bible with me. To those of you who think I forgot what the Bible is, open your Bible with me. I hope that has delivered someone. Isaiah chapter 40, one of the most popular scriptures in the Bible. Isaiah 40. Let's start from verse, hmm, where do we start from? Let me see. I was about to say, where's the water? I forgot I had it. May you not find out something you're desperate for has been beside you all along. Yeah. I know that feeling is painful. I won't spend an hour and a half on the phone with my bank trying to get them to get my contactless card to work on a new phone because I wanted to buy something I didn't have my wallet, only to find out that the wallet was 
literally under my car seat. It's painful. May that not be your portion in life in Jesus' name. All right, so let's start from verse 27. Isaiah 40, verse 27. If it's, okay, I'll just put this up on the screen. And we'll be done in a moment because we got some food to eat. Isaiah 40, verse 27. There's a lot of things I want to say, but I decided moving forward will be better demonstrated. So watch this space. Amen. Amen. Let's just say some things are about to shift. Amen. Someone say shift. I think you I think you I think you like the shifts. I think you like them. I think you like them. All right, Isaiah 40, verse 27. Why do you say, O Jacob? And why do you assert, O Israel? My way is hidden from the Lord, and my claim is ignored by my God. Look at me, everybody. How many of you would honestly say this applies to me? If you don't, just go to the back, pray for the rest of us. Why do you say, O oh Jacob, why do you, I'm just going to bear study Bible, why do you assert, O oh Israel, that my way is hidden from the Lord? And my claim is ignored by my God. Notice he didn't say I am hidden. He says my way is hidden. In essence, God, it seems you don't understand what I am currently having to navigate. Anybody ever been there before? Some people didn't raise their hands. They didn't say yes, so I assume you're perfectly fine. So I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to remove the grace from what I'm about to say from applying to you if you don't say yes in a second. How many of you have been there before at some point in your life? Okay. Every believer gets to this place in their life. I don't care how, see, I've sat at the feet and in the room with some of the most iconic men and women of the faith in this dispensation. Does that make sense? Yeah. I've sat in the same room, I've sat in conversations, and usually when I'm with them, I'm wise enough to do less talking and more listening. Yes, right? And I am telling you, I have not found one of them that has not expressed that this is a regular part of their reality. No man is beyond this question. You know why? Because the Bible says God's ways are beyond searching out. Moses asked it. Abraham asked it. David asked it. Paul asked it. Peter asked it. My way is hidden from the Lord. And my claim is ignored. And I want to focus on the claim because the way part is a bit nicer. I mean, you subconsciously have come to the conclusion that you deserve better. In essence, it's not a case of, oh, I wish God would help me. It's a case of you subconsciously believe that based on what you've put into life or a circumstance that you deserve better. 
who's been there before it's a claim you you're filing something you expect to be common sense you you expect god to have enough sense to know serving him all these years and and going extra mile after after fasting after praying after giving duh anybody come on talk to me there is nothing more dis this this destroying to the soul than unfulfilled expectations And the problem with this God we serve is he makes a lot of promises. The Bible is full of promises. Then he calls these annoying people called preachers and they too make promises. And they too say, they say things, you know, and, and they're talking from a place, like I was talking to my daughter yesterday, they're talking from a place of having driven the electric car for 18 months. So they say it with such finality and such matter of factness that they, 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 they neglect to tell you that there was a process to... <laughs> so for instance, yesterday my daughter said to me, but you said that when you seek God, there must be feedback. I like I did, <laughs> but, 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 but what had happened was I forgot to explain to you the process that goes into getting said feedback, yeah. right? I also forgot to explain to you, or maybe I didn't, maybe you weren't in the sermon, and that's why I said we forget that not everybody is there every time you talk, what the different types of feedback are. And that it doesn't have to be spectacular to be supernatural. Yes, sir. I also forgot to say, although I didn't write it in a book, uh, right? The journey it took me yes, sir. to arrive mm. at the place of consistent feedback. But we form expectations of life and God. And when these claims are ignored, it is so destroying. You know what makes it worse? When we see people who, in our understanding, don't have a strong claim like we do, get what we don't. I know I can't be the only sinner in this room. I can't be the only, the only heathen who has sometimes to fight jealousy. No, I know I'm the only one. I'm the only one. Y'all are deep. Nobody else here gets jealous. Nobody here gets envious. Nobody here feels like what they're doing, I'm not doing. So you know what I've learned to do? When I see somebody walking in something that I believe I deserve, especially if I believe I deserve more than them, I've learned to actively celebrate them. Through gritted teeth sometimes. I will call them and tell them congrats. I will post something publicly. Listen, 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 listen. Wow. And when it's really deep, I will give money. Yeah. It's my way of dealing with, because I don't always feel spiritual, but I can always act spiritual. So after a while, I tell myself, if you don't have another 50 pounds to give, don't be jealous, because you, you, your jealousy will get you broke. <laughs> so the moment, the, no, I have to buy that pair of shoes this month, so just relax. And notice it says, Jacob and Israel are asking this question. Hello. A people called out by God and set apart for his name. 
asking this question. If the rest of the world pointed at one set of people that they should be jealous of, it would be Israel. And many of us don't realize many times. See, it takes sometimes it takes you quitting on God to find out what the rest of the world thought about you. Wow. That's the painful wow. part sometimes. Wow. You only it see, listen, it is the disappointment people demonstrate when you pack it in that tells you what they really thought about you. Because many of us don't verbalize our admiration of other people. We just convert that admiration to condemnation when they disappoint us. Mm. Wow. Wow. And I know this from experience as both a biological and spiritual parent. Wow. Many times your harshest disappointment is reserved for the child for whom you had the highest regard. Wow. It's almost like, well, I expected this from that one, but you. Wow. But sir, you never told me maybe if you had been more effusive about how you felt about me maybe i would not have gone to the point where i was disappointed enough to dis in myself to disappoint you gideon is of the opinion that he's just a waste of space and then he gets to the camp of the midianites and they say, you know that dream you had yesterday about bread? Say, oh God, that's Gideon Sodo. <laughs> See, imagine an army going to war, believing that the person they were going to fight was on another level from them. Gideon had 300 farmers and sharecroppers, 300 plumbers and McDonald's workers. And he was going up against the superpower of his day with 100, over 150, 180 or so thousand soldiers. The guy was so self-depreciating. He kept saying, God, you know, my father's house is not deep. And even in that house, I myself, I'm not deep. Think about that. And so if it's you, let the sponge be wet, let the ground be dry. Okay, and one more. If it's you, let the ground be dry, let the sponge be wet. Even after that, I still can't pull the altar down in public. I'm going to do it at night. Listen, and notice, when they saw the altar put me, I like to read the Bible this way. When they saw the altar pulled down, they said, where is Gideon? You don't look for somebody who's not hiding. Hello. The fact they had to come to his father and say, where is he? Meant he was hiding behind daddy. And he gets to that camp and the people he's afraid of are basically saying we're afraid of you wow. it is possible to be god's man or woman and ask this question i know why it's worse sometimes because everybody looks at you and thinks not you nobody thinks that you could ever be here and so nobody knows to be sensitive to what you're going through who am I talking to? Yes, sir. And then the answer is a question. Do you not know? Let's go back there, Chrissy, if possible. Do you not know? This is not a rhetorical question. This should be answered. And the honest answer is, no, I don't. Like I told you, there are circumstances in your life that are an invitation to a conversation. 
and it requires a dimension of humility to engage that conversation. Do you not know? The answer should be, no, Lord, I don't. Have you not heard? The answer many times is, yes, I have heard, but I don't know. Remember when Job had this conversation with God? What was the, what was the final, uh, final sentence, final chapter? He says, I've heard about you before with the hearing of my ear. He says, but now my eyes see you. Last chapter of Job. He says, therefore I repent in sackcloth and ashes, and I abhor myself. Listen, self-abhorrence is usually a sign that you're closer to God than you think. That feeling of I'm just, I'm not, I'm not it is a good sign. Does that make sense? Yes, an, an unhealthy estimation of yourself is a sign you are far from God. So when you see people who are arrogant, for instance, I watched something, oh Jesus, I watched, see, you know, in the space of 48 hours, I watched two, two, two men of God of my generation preach recently, both world famous, both known around the world. In my opinion, one is a priest. Well, the Bible says another man's servant stands or falls before them, yeah. so I don't know, but let's just say I will not be allowing the other one lay hands on me anytime soon if I was you. But they're both seen as mighty men of God. Yeah. One of them was talking about the, the, time, the first time when he saw God heal the sick on a ma major scale. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about if I told the story. Some of you may have heard it because I, I heard it. I listened to this message a few days ago. He said they put a boy on the stage who was lame. Yeah. And they put him on the stage so that he could not miss him. So don't say you didn't see him. Say, yeah, Iman of God there. Okay. Say, you know, this is, this is starters. <laughs> Just, you know, Gerald, rinse your mouth with this one. <laughs> Gerald is the only person I know who rinses their mouth with granite. But rinse your mouth with this one. <laughs> Listen. And he said that he was looking away from the guy while he was preaching. Because he didn't want to be discouraged. And that at some point, he heard bones cracking. Yes, sir. And the guy began to be healed. Yes, right? Sir. Yes, sir. And I am not ashamed to call this one, because, you know, not that I, I have a personal relationship, but my quote, this quote-unquote brother of mine said, and I knew that what was going on had nothing to do with me. 48 hours later, I listened to another man of God, all of the same generation with me. And he said, and I quote, quote unquote man of God. And I, I won't call, you know, I don't care. Shoot me if you want. He said, if you understand the organogram of the spirit. <laughs> and where people like me sit in it. You won't miss this conference coming. Organogram. I was like, see, and listen, listen, listen to me, 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 especially for those of you who see me as a shepherd, a covering, a mentor, 
a disciple, an elder, brother, whatever, if you have any kind of upward respect for me, listen to me, hear me. This man has been around. You don't have to be the best football player to be a good coach. So don't, don't judge me by my football skills, right? Wow. I know of what I speak. If that man was ever close to God, he went far a long time ago. Wow. If, 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 someone say if. if. If there was ever a time where he was at, where he was, where he, where he met God, he wandered long time ago. And listen to me, like Samson, you can have wandered and still pick up the, so the fact that things are happening, first of all, does not mean you ever met God. Wow. Wow. Pharaoh's magicians to have their own rods. Because we need to stop this stupidity. Right? Men of God are not judged by what we do. We are judged by who we are. You are not a man of God because you can command certain manifestations. And I speak as one who commands small too. Does that make sense? So you can't say, well, you know, I, I know something about the supernatural. But you don't judge a man's a man's depth in God by a gift. Because yeah. yeah. donkeys too can prophesy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. Wow. You cannot spend regular time with my God and be advertising your place in the organogram. Organogram. He's an organ. He's the organ in the organogram, man. Eh? You said it, not me. Oh. You said it, not me. The Bible says, listen, he that would be the greatest in the kingdom must. So, if you are really an oga, you are the bottom of the organogram. There is something about exposure to the God I have walked with now for 33 years and counting. That the closer you get to him, the smaller you become in your own eyes. And there are times where your season of dryness is designed for this exact result. God has scheduled an appointment with you and he's trying to dress you for the appointment. And listen, the Bible says God is, ah, he dwells the high and lofty one who dwells in eternity and with him that is of a humble and contrite spirit. The humble and the broken spirit, the Bible says, you will in no wise cast out. So when the Bible says God is looking for a man whose heart is perfect towards him, listen, many of you think it's a man who's shouting in tongues all day long. No. What the tongues are designed to accomplish is the brokenness. And so when God sees that your tonguing is for the wrong reason, he will assist you. Remember Uncle Hezekiah? Mm-hmm. God withdrew to see what was in his heart. Wow. 
And when we see what comes out of our heart in times of trouble, the answer is not to self-condemn. That's why we make the mistake. Many will say, I-, I can't believe I did that. That's a sign you're arrogant. The fact that you're shocked at what you did is entirely the problem. And, and those of us who walked with God for a while, while we may rebuke you in love, deep down inside, we cannot condemn you. Because we, see, see let me put it this way. We serve, we know. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. We, 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 we bow, we know yes, that minus this thing called grace, so we would have been there with you. Yes. Yes. So, so when, when you see somebody who's quick to condemn other people, again, that guy left God a long time. Now, that's conviction. I, I can tell you why you are wrong. I can, I can tell you that I am disappointed in you. So at you, sorry, without being disappointed in you. Does that make sense? In fact, if you are spiritually discerning and mature, when a person begins to act out of character spiritually, are you hearing me? Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Hear me, please. Are you, are you hearing? Leaders, COI leaders, listen to me. When a person begins to, when, when you start to see things come out that are incompatible with scripture and, and, and Christian maturity, listen, your first response should not be, how could you? Mm. Your first response behind the person's back should be to tell God, thank you. Because mm. now we can deal with what was always there. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. You should see it as an opportunity to solve a problem. Mm. And many times as leaders, our disappointment is really arrogance too. Because yes, we believe that we are so deep that how can I be your leader? Eh? And you, you know, how can I be preaching to you every day? And you're, and you're depressed. Didn't you hear my sermon last week? Uh-uh. The man, I'm the man of the hour with power. I'm standing on my prayer tower. With me in your life, things should never go sour. I'm the guy in the organ. Listen, and this is what the Bible says, don't ordain a novice. Mm. Don't, don't, don't be led by somebody who doesn't have a history. Yes, sir. The quickest way to kill someone is to give them a leader who cannot be in touch with the feelings of their infirmities. Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah. Mm. It's not, it's not, you're not safe. If you've always had it good, you're not leadership material. Yes, sir. If you've never looked in the mirror and said, Lord, save me, a sinner such as I, don't be anybody's shepherd. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it's been a long time since you did that. Spend time with people who are going through that regularly. Yes, sir. Yes, don't, sir. Don't, don't outgrow mm. your consciousness mm-hmm. of your insufficiency. Yes, sir. Do you not know have you not heard? Listen. The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the end of the earth. Now listen, listen, listen. He will not grow tired or weary. Not you. He. Someone say he. he. That's, I'm almost done. Let me get some keys. That speaks to me on two levels. The first level is this. He means he's the only one who won't grow tired or weary. Are you he? 
You know, I hear people say online, there's this, you know, I, I am him. No, no, not God. It's a saying, no, I say, I'm, I'm him means I'm the, I'm the guy. Like, like, a, like a basketball player hits a shot. He says, I'm him. Oh, God, you will miss the next one. Don't worry. None of us are really him, right? There's only one him. So give yourself permission to be weary. Jesus told his disciples, come, al- come aside for a while. Come aside for a while. And notice he said that to them. It's something God and I were dealing with recently. After one of their greatest crusades, they had just fed thousands. Everybody was thronging. By all common sense protocols, that was the time to print flyers and launch the ministry there and then. That's time to raise money for the next five years budget. Jesus says, see, see, listen to me, 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 hear 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 me as one who has spoken with the Lord. Your weariness could be a sign that God has great for you on the horizon. Jesus knew, see, God told Elijah, Oga, it's not the time to fast. Eat. Why? The journey is great. He didn't say far. Great. Where Elijah was to Horeb is not that far. Listen, are you aware that you can walk across the entire land of Israel in a few days? There's nowhere in Israel you're going, well, old Israel anyway, the, the Israel of the Bible, right? There's nowhere in Israel you could not get to from one end to the other in maximum a week or so of working. The Bible says the entire journey from Egypt to the promised land was supposed to be 12 days. Think about that. From Egypt to Israel, that entire journey was only supposed to take 12 days. So from ancient Israel's bottom tip to the top tip was roughly around 10 days work maximum. So it wasn't the length of the journey. He says, God was saying, Elijah, see, I know you want to quit now. But are you aware that Elijah did not build the school of the prophets until after Horeb? Elijah's greatest legacy, listen to me, did not happen before Camel. It was after. Camel was spectacular. Camel was the event that announced him to Israel. But his legacy was built in the years after. He built the school of the prophets. Are you hearing me? He raised Elisha. When, 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 the, when the, the widow whose, son, whose husband was a prophet died, the Bible says he was known to Elijah. Does that make sense? He anointed two kings after. God is saying, Oga, where you're going is far. Is great. What I have for you in the future is deep. Right? But we need a conversation. And Elijah would never have gone to Horeb if he did not feel depressed. Elijah was like me 14 years ago. He had plans. By the time he was done with Nottingham, Jesus would be on every billboard. But he is the recognition of his insufficiency drove him. And notice when he was tired and about to quit, God shows up, right? And God says, I'm not talking to you here. He says, go and meet me in Horeb. 
Why Horeb? It's a covenant. Okay, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. But it's a covenant spot, right? And when he gets there, he inspects the fire. God is not there. Remember, he's a prophet of fire. He inspects the wind. God is not there. He inspects the earthquake. God is not there. And God is where? In a still, small voice. Listen to me. Seasons of despair are the most opportune times to hear a still, small voice. Because you're usually driven to a place where all other voices lose value to you. When you're on top, it's hard to hear a still small voice. There's the voice of business, the voice of schedule, the voice of people, the voice of adulation, the voice of ambition, the voice of plans. There's something about being at your wit's end that allows you hear that whispering that God was probably saying long time ago, but you drowned out with all the other things. He will not grow weary. Listen, his understanding is beyond searching out. Now look at verse 29. Chris, let's go there, verse 29. Even youths grow tired and weary. Notice it's the exact same two words. Even youth. What's a youth? A young person with vigor. Now, I was telling Chrissy recently that there's things I can't try anymore. My own mother, my biological mother said to me a few months ago, she said, you need to pace yourself. You're not as young as you used to be. When your mom says that, you know you're in trouble. There were times when I would, Chris, remember, I would drive like seven, eight hours in a day to preach. I'd have four meetings, one in Milton Keynes, one in Northampton, one in Birmingham, one in Sheffield on the same day, Pastor Lee, same day. Boom, 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 boom. And, the, and the, la- the end of the matter was greater than the first. When I could go to bed at 3 a.m. in the morning and wake up at 7 and by 8, I'm boom, I'm ready to go. Now it doesn't work anymore. Levels have changed. There's days when my body says, you get up. Me, I'm staying here. (laughs) So whatever you had planned for today, you go. Me, I'm not going anywhere. I'll see you. No, no, he said, I'm not going. No, we'll meet. Then you can go and come back and tell me how it was. And when Elijah Elijah told Gehazi, was was my spirit not with you? Uh My spirit can go. But he's not. He will not grow tired or weary. Even the youths, the Bible says, will grow tired or weary. Look at verse 30. Chris, let's put, put that back on the screen, please, verse 30. Even the youth shall grow tired and weary. Listen, and even young men shall stumble. Even people who have the natural propensity for endurance and stamina will fail. Everyone will fail. Look at me, look at me. If you're too young, you'll grow. You will fail once in your life. My prayer for you is that it will not be sin, but you will fail. Mm. And if it is sin, no problem. We have a redeemer. Yes, sir. Just don't wallow in it. Yes, sir. But by fail, I'm... See, see schools, the school system has destroyed the meaning of the word fail. If you look at the original etymology of the word fail, it has nothing to do with passing an exam. To fail means to buckle on the... It means to... So for instance, when you say the the bridge... It means something did not hold up to scrutiny. For instance, the Bible says in Egypt, money failed. Money didn't write a test. I know some of us have been prophesying for about two, three years that money will fail. 
Is it not failing? Yes, sir. We said it would fail in the US and the West and the UK, right? Wow. Then last year I told you Nigeria is next. Are you guys aware what's going on in Nigeria now? Yeah. My mother told me, my mom told me yesterday that now there's no mo- there's no cash. There's no money in ATM. Banks don't have money to give. Wow. Yes. The people in the markets, people in the markets, their foods out, the food is spoiling because nobody can pay for it. That's what it means to fail, right? It means you, you don't, you don't, you don't hold up on the on the pressure. No human being will go through their entire walk with God without a season where you don't hold up under pressure. The only way you can avoid it is if you start with the assumption that you are filial material. But none of us do. We all think we are special. True? We all believe that we are him. Until we find out we are not. Young men will stumble and fall. They will... So, there is no see, you cannot prosecute this walk with god in your human ability you will fail so don't see failure see, fa- oh see fa- failure is, failure is actually a favor it's heaven pointing out <laughs> ah help me holy spirit i wish i could I wish I could give you a heart transplant. See, I know what it is to fail so bad you can't look at the guy in the mirror. And I'm not just talking about sin. Oh, I pa- the, 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 the sin class, we passed that class almost 20 years ago now. But there are other classes. So, for, see, if you, if you never pass the sin class, you don't know. Oh. Yeah, see, see if, yeah. if, if you want to stay wallowing in the sin class forever, it's like being in grade five when there's a PhD. Hurry up and pass that class because they are all, see, you will still fail low. Yeah. So pass sin because you will still, you know what I mean? Yeah. A sin, then you get to discipline. Yeah. Meaning it is not a sin. Yeah. It is perfectly legal and God says no. Yeah. And then your question is, why can't I do it? And God says, because. Wow. Wow. And then like John, you say, but Peter, Peter, like say John is doing it. And just to say, what is that to you? Does that make sense? Then you pass the test of true faith. What do I mean by true faith? True faith. True faith is not believing for something. Then it comes or doesn't come. No. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Someone say not seen. Someone say not seen. Listen, it does not mean, as we've mispreached, that faith means you can believe for something when it hasn't happened. It didn't say the evidence of things not yet seen. It says the evidence of things not seen. Faith means you are able to live your seen life based on your conviction in an unseen set of realities. So it's not things not yet seen. It doesn't mean I have evidence of my house that has not come. No. It means I have evidence of the fact that God is a provider. That's an unseen reality. Listen. So my focus is in the thing that is not seen yeah. not the thing that will soon be seen meaning yeah. if it is if i if the one i'm looking for is never seen it doesn't shift my conviction yeah. in the one i know is unseen yeah. oh and god will test it yes sir yes sir you called abraham for 13 years 
Abraham with no child, father of many nations. Wow. And God will ask you to God will ask you to arrange your life around something that doesn't exist. You will act like something you're not. You will have the schedule of something you're not. Yes, the discipline of something you're not. Yes, you will keep the company of something you're not. Yes, so you will pay the price for a long time yeah. for something that eventually God will wait till you give up hope of. Wow. You forget like Joseph, when your brothers come to bow to you, the Bible says Joseph remembered. He remembered, meaning he forgot. That dream was everybody. Ah, you will bow, you will bow, you will bow. God said, no, dude, you're not ready. But, no, see, when they came to bow, you're like, oh, oh, that, that's true. Yeah, oh, this is what... Many of us have not seen God's promise for us because we're too conscious of it. And I know that's an oxymoron. That's a paradox. Take that, rewind it back, chew on it. See, see that one. Yes, sir. You have to have a loose relationship with the promises of God. Yes, sir. You hold on to them enough not to throw them away, mm-hmm. but loosely enough not to be so obsessed by them that you are checked out of the process. Yes, sir. Let me finish. Three minutes. But those who wait upon the Lord, aha! shall renew you don't renew something you never lost so god already factored in a regular depletion god knew that you would lose virtue and so you wait not for upon and next time i want to teach you how to wait upon god but let me give you a a prelude right there are times where see like I told my daughter yesterday I believe every Christian should have three types of prayer every day and I've taught you that you should give God a tithe of your time in prayer that I believe a good Christian should pray for at least three hours a day a mature that, that's that's not pastor that's not minister that's just a normal Christian and like a mentee of mine asked me where do you find the time I tell them well I'm too busy not to find the time There's too much going on in my life not to find the time. And if you, see, trust me, if you don't do it, you will burn out. Burnout is not due for many of us to too much activity. It is due to too little spiritual fuel for our activity. The more you do, the more prayer you need. And listen, three different types of prayer I said, and only one of them is of the Rababa variety. And it's not good to mix them, I've learned. You should have a time of the day where you rakabasante. And listen, you don't speak in tongues. See, speaking in tongues primarily should be a matter of plugging in your phone charger. Yes, and then whatever comes of it is God's decision. You don't speak in tongues because you want something to happen. You're just saying, I'm plugged in. So my battery is low, I'm in. Now wherever we go, we go. Yes, if I see something great, if I hear something great, but you, 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 Help me. We'll talk about that some other time. But they're the Rakababa prayers, right? And, and those, like I said, you, you, don't, you don't speak in tongues because you want God to do something. 
You can speak in tongues when you want God to do something and you don't have language for it. But the moment you start praying in an unknown tongue, you have surrendered the direction of that prayer to the Holy Spirit. If your brain is fighting to take it in a different place, you will lose. And by lose, I mean he will leave you alone. So the moment you say, Rabbi, just say, Lord, whatever we do for the next hour, you lead. And that's why many of us never ascend in prayer. Because we are rabababaying, trying to get something done in our own will. And what are you saying? You can't use me to pray for your will. If you want to pray for your will, use English. Right? But the economy of the, of the prayer language is rooted in the fact that it is sponsored by a spirit who will take it where he wants to go. So you can spend one hour praying and all you spoke about was a missionary in Kenya. But in, res in return, mm. by the process of that praying in tongues, there will be a recharging. Yes, Something will happen to your mind and spirit. There will be a refreshing. Yes, sir. That's, That's number one. Number two is the supplication part. This is where you present your request to him. And notice he says with prayer and thanksgiving. Mm. Thanksgiving, sorry, and supplication. So you, you start that one by saying thank you. Does that make sense? And you don't start asking until you feel your thanksgiving has registered. There will be a... So when I talk about feedbacks, what I mean, there will, there's, this, there's this sense of, of, of ease. Then you start to ask. Number three is what many of you don't know. is the waiting on God part. The Bible says in Acts chapter 13, as they fasted and ministered unto God... Many of you waste your fasting because all you do in fasting is rakaba, kebo, kaba, ita, eto, good. They ministered to him. This is the dichotomy. That I get refreshed when I make God my priority to refresh. My refreshing comes in waiting on him. Ministering to him. There's no, there's no request. There's no even desire to charge. I've simply come to pay attention to you. I was telling Paj the other day, that's how I get through long journeys when I'm driving. Right? So I get through difficult. I just sit, park the car, and I'm feeling or charging whatever, and I meditate on God. That's all. If words come, he brings them. Spend 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 120 minutes holding him in your gaze and being conscious of who he is and what he is and giving yourself to him. The best time to do is early in the morning when you just wake up. Fight not to open your eyes. Learn it. The moment you're conscious, you're awake. Keep those eyes closed. Keep them closed. And train your focus on him. And say, Lord, I'm here. If you do it correctly, you can actually feel current flow. Mm. Yes, sir. I hear me? Yes, sir. And if you want to take it deeper, do what the Bible says, meditate. Slow your breathing down. Clear your mind. And begin to mutter. Someone say mutter. mutter. The Lord is my light and my salvation. 
the Lord is my not even God. No, no. If you see, you can't meditate a long sentence. No, you chop it up. The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my light. If you're doing it when you're awake, sometimes you see me, I'm just walking around my house at night. Like my wife probably wondering, what's the man doing? 1 a.m. in the morning, up and down the steps. Bathroom, kitchen, just walking around. The Lord is my light and my salvation. You're my light. You're my light. Listen, this is how revelation flows. You're my light. You're my light. Hmm, arise, shine. My light has come. The Lord is my light and my salvation. My light has come. The Lord is my light and my salvation. My light has come. The Lord has come. The Lord has come. And you're not just chanting it. It's not mental addition. Because it's not coming from your brain. It's coming from here. So you hear it. Oh, that's, that's a good rev. Oh, the Lord is my light. To you, it sounds like, wow, rev, deep, right? Because you're hearing me tell you something intellectually that came from a deep... So it connects not because I thought it connected. It connected because my spirit said, oh, so you're telling me that you have come. Okay, so if this is the season where you have come, what does it look like when you have come? You, you can spend two hours in that prayer. And you, and you come out and there is this cleansing. It's like, it's, like a, it's like a colon cleanse. It's like going to the bathroom and doing a good number 2.5. You know, if you're light, you literally lose weight on the scales. Listen, and you do it every day. And if you're wise, you do it before you burn out. The moment you sense yourself getting close there, you say, okay, for this next week, I'm cutting out an hour of my day. Does that make sense? God begins to, that's what Elijah did. And God gave him instructions for the next 15 plus years. Stand with me, let's pray. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew. Someone say renew. Open your mouth and say, Lord, take the keys up. Teach me to wait upon you. Open your mouth and pray. Teach me to wait upon you. Come on, pray. Give me grace to wait upon you in this season. Silicumai liavata Sebrentos cavatia Laburia cavandes kidebedi. Come on, cry out to him, cry out to him. Give me grace, give me grace, give me grace. Even the young men shall stumble and fall, even the youth shall faint and fail. But they that wait upon the Lord, they that wait upon the Lord, say, Lord, in this season, teach me to wait upon you. And as you begin to wait, he begins to correct, direct. He begins to rebuke in love. 
He begins to show you where you got it wrong. Show you where your arrogance sets you up for an unmet expectation. Brokenness begins to work. Because exposure to the one, take the keys higher. Exposure to the one who is higher than high will by default make you feel lower than low. And it is in that place of brokenness that his virtue begins to flow. Teach me to wait upon you. Teach me to wait upon you. Lift your hands, everybody. If we had more time, I'd want to go and lay hands on everybody one by one. But we're going to do a wholesale transaction. Put those hands on your head. Father, I speak under an open heaven tonight that every hand becomes an instrument of your grace. Let it be as though Yeshua himself was standing laying those hands on these heads. We lay hands on the head for many reasons. It's a seat of authority, but it's also the seat of reality. It affects vision, perspective, paradigms, self-portraits. Laruna mia, for as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Father, I anoint every heart in the spirit tonight. Let the yokes of pain and failure be broken. Let disappointment give way to hope. Let condemnation give way to the picture of all that you have ordained for us. Receive a refilling. Receive a renewing. Let every candle that was doused be relit by the glory of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Your word says that you send a refreshing rain to refresh your inheritance when it is weary. Father, let there be a refreshing rain on everyone in this house, present, Lord, connecting online, even those who couldn't be around. Let there be an open heaven and a downpour of mercy showers. Father, I ask you, as your son and your servant, let each one receive a, ah, a statement of intent from you this month. Amen. Do something tangible Amen. that is a statement of intent. Amen. Let there be a down payment of good things to come. I declare over you kingdom culture in this season that the sun will not smite you by day. The moon will not smite you by night. Even in this season of the full moon, we declare that the heavenly bodies are commanded to only work in your favor. The word says, arise, shine. For your light has come. And the Lord is your light. Amen. The glory of the Lord shall be risen upon you. Amen. And men shall see that glory. Amen. I declare kingdom culture over you corporately and individually. 
that this is the season where men see the glory Amen. that what is unseen finds manifestation in the natural realm Amen. i declare redemption of time Amen. lost seasons lost opportunities errors mistakes tricks of hell are redeemed in time in this season let the fullness of every ordination emerge Amen. we give you glory Amen. and we give you praise Amen. in the precious name of Jesus Amen. somebody put your hands together for the Lord Amen. Amen. Um, while we are still standing, um, we're going to take the communion. Thank you, Reverend Israel, for that very timely word. For those that are online, um, if you could find something that you could use um, as the wine and the bread. And those that are in-house, you should receive yours now. And I want us to just really just fix our gaze on God. You know, just as Reverend Israel was finishing off and he was talking about meditating and just waiting on the Lord. When we take the bread and the, and the wine, it's a representation of the blood that was shed and the body that was broken. It's not just something that we do just because. We have to realize that there was significance in the breaking. There was significance in the breaking. And so as we take this, I want you to, to meditate on that significance and what, what that meant for you. What did it mean for you that Christ came, shed his blood for you, and his body was broken for you? I want you to just think on that. Scripture says in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 for I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said take eat this is my body which is broken for you this do in remembrance of me Thank you, Lord, for your body that was broken. Please just give thanks and have it. After the same manner, also he took the cup 
when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord, for your blood that was shed for us. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he comes. I want us to just spend a couple of minutes and just give thanks to God. I said earlier on about just meditating on what it means for you, what it meant to you. So just give thanks to God. Father, we just want to thank you. Thank you for the price that was paid. Thank you, precious Jesus, that you counted us worthy to shed your blood and have your body broken so that we could have the life that we never had. Thank you that by your stripes we have been healed. Thank you, Lord, you went through the pain so that we didn't have to go through it. We thank you for, for the gift, the gift of your blood that was shed and your body that was broken. Lord, may we never get to a place where we take it for granted. May we never get to a place where we take this moment for granted, Lord. Father, we are grateful. For if you hadn't paid the price, if it hadn't been for you, where would we be, Lord? So, Father, we thank you. Thank you that as we have taken of your body and drunk of your blood, our lives will never be the same again. For those of us who might not have been feeling well, we thank you for healing. For those of us that are feeling weak, we thank you for strength. We thank you, Lord, because it is you that turns our story around. We look to you and we fix our gaze on you, Lord. You said in your word that when we fix our eyes on you, you will keep us in perfect peace. So, Father, thank you for that peace that surpasses all understanding. Father, we thank you for your word that has gone forth today. Father, thank you that we are, we are good ground. And as your word has gone forth, it will bear fruit. Thank you for, for your son and the word that he has delivered. Father, we pray that you will increase strength. And even grace for this season, Lord. Thank you, Father, because you have called him and you have raised him up for such a time as this. Help him, Lord, to, to fulfill the mandate, to carry the weight of the burden in this season, Lord. And to do as heaven is demanding of him in this season. We thank you for the leadership of this house. Thank you for where you are taking kingdom culture. Thank you for where you have taken us from 
and where you are taking us to. Thank you because it is a season where we are arising, Lord. As a house, we are arising. As individuals, we are arising. And our light will shine. The light will shine. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, if we can just hold on for announcements. Hi everyone, please. my name is Penyao and I'll be bringing you this week's announcements. So firstly, can we just take a moment just to thank God and give him praise, clap your hands because God has been so, so good to us. It is our 14th year anniversary. Wow, that, that is amazing. We just thank God for everything that he has done. And we are so excited and we, we, we anticipate with expectation to the great things that he will do in this house. Okay, next we have our captivating gathering, our first captivating gathering of 2023, the elephant in the room, which will be at 6.30 p.m. You can join us on Instagram live or you can also join us on YouTube. Also, men are also welcome. You can join us. It will be good to have you with us. We have our prayer watchers, which continue daily with the aim of 24-7 prayers. So for, for anyone who would like to join us, we gather together Monday to Friday at 6.30am, at 12pm and at 7pm. And on Tuesdays and Fridays, we gather together for the press at 11pm on Zoom or on YouTube. If you would like to be part of that, um, you would like to lead any prayer watchers, please do get in contact with us via prayerculture at kculture.org or you can also um, join us on our Telegram channel. Okay, so the given details will be on your screen right now. It will also be found in the description of this video. Please don't forget to reference where you are given to and um, yeah, don't forget to reference where you're given to um, things like including our Kingdom Builders, our Kenya Orphanage, our Minister Support, etc, etc. If you are new here today, please let us know where you are joining from. Please say hello. You are welcome. And that is it for the announcements today. I hope you all have a blessed week. Thank you. Bye. Dad and uh the church family in the UK. Uh, I want to say a special thank you for all that have prayed for me and prayed for the church in Kenya. And uh, thank you so much for your overling to help offset my medical bill. May the Lord bless you. I'm healing so well and uh, God is faithful and uh, I remain strong in the Lord. God bless you. Continue to pray for me. Amen. 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 We thank God for what he's doing and thank you once again to everyone that gave um, towards the medical bill for Pastor Isaac. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, just one final announcement before we close. Um, a men's breakfast conference um, happening on Saturday 18th at 9 a.m. Um, for all the men in the house, you are encouraged to please attend. Um, if you would like further details, um, you can see Reverend Israel. I think he's going to be going there. Um, so make sure that you are there. It's going to be at Harvest Time Church. Um, I've been there for the women's breakfast and it was amazing. We had a lovely time. So men, I encourage you to go. It's with Reverend Caller 
Ovushoa. So make sure you show up and invite as many men as possible. It's great to see men gathering together to talk the things of God. Right. Okay. We are closing our service today. And guess what? It's not even 5.30 yet. <laughs> um, so Reverend Israel stuck to his word. So hey. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. Okay, and... Okay, I'm not even going to repeat that word, but hey. <laughs> um, so we are going to close our service. So if we, if we could all please rise. And we're going to say the words of the grace, but I want you to say it to the, pr the brother or sister next to you. Um, and yeah, make it a declaration. And if you're in the comments section, please say it to the person in the comments as well. So the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you to everyone that joined us live and online. Don't forget giving details in the, in the description of the video. So give as you are led. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day.
Instead of trying in your own strength, you should just wait.